Aloha and happy Friday. <laughs> My kitty's here. She says hello too. This is Christina, Color Your Soul Experience. And I just, in just great reverie of how magnificent this life is. And it's so funny, I'm sitting here writing uh, poetry. I think the rain does that for me. Play a little bit of Van Morrison and light some candles and watch the rain. It so rarely rains here in Kihei. And um, it's so lovely to be contemplative today. And one thing that I wanted to share that came through is, if you listen, God is always online. That's what came through. God is always online. And that's what I want to talk about today is what that means. And as most of you know, I'm all of this is improvisational. I'm I listen to the wind and what wants to be spoken through gets spoken to. So that's the exploration today and I'm really excited to find out what is going to come through. So thank you for joining me today in this blissful state. And let's see what is meant by God is always online. For me, what I'm noticing is that uh, my training from childhood to adulthood was to exert massive amounts of energy to accomplish things in life. And even in the spiritual community, what I'm noticing is this push, uh, even the invitation to manifest and create a better life. And it's interesting. I, I think that we sometimes miss the point of being with what is, as it is. And there's such beautiful grace in that idea for me of being with what is, as it is. Um, everybody has a new book or everybody has a new workshop or everybody has a, a new way of thinking about how to be or how to have an amazing life. And I notice in my own body, sometimes that feels very overwhelming. Just as, say, the old paradigm of work hard uh, to play hard. Um, that place of all we're doing is pushing ourselves forward in life to the finish line. And even as a child, I never, it never resonated with me. I, I never wanted a life like that ever. Um, I saw, you know, children, they're so blessed to see the whole picture when they observe their world of 
wow, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. My life isn't going to be like that. And so that that was my gift that I was graced with very early is I saw people work really hard, whether they had an education in college or whether they uh, apprenticed, they just worked really hard and long hours and long nights. And, and what I'm noticing now is a result of all of that is we have a lot of baby boomers who are very ill and very unhealthy because of the choices they made um, and the program they were living under. And I love to see the world, um, how it's blossoming and blooming, where there's so much more health consciousness and well-being consciousness and how yoga has infiltrated our system here in the West so much now that um, meditation and yoga seem to be part of our curriculum now as choices that we can use for um, quelling our anxiety. Uh, but I want to talk a minute about anxiety and where it stems from and how it's an epi- epidemic proportion now that everyone has anxiety and everybody is depressed, even though we have more skills uh, and more available to us now than ever before, we are sicker and most unhealthy mentally. Um that's something to be questioned. We need to take a look at that, is why is it we have um, so much available to us and yet we are, I don't know, we, I think we're spinning out of control mentally. And I think spirituality has become like that for a lot of people. I know I speak for myself. I'm learning a lot about um, how to not overdo it. That, you know, we now must become our own gurus and we now must become our best yogis. And it's this drive, maybe it's in the human DNA and the conditioning, or maybe it's in the programming. I'm not certain. Maybe it's both. That when living an optimal life, for me, balance is the key. And what does that mean? Um, I think when we pushed religion out the door, not everybody has, but most of the people in my community have pushed religion out the door and turned to spirituality. Uh, I think it's a new, it's still new for us to learn how to not overdo Um, just like we did with religion, we overdid it. And so many of us ate the menu instead of uh, grokking, absorbing um, the peace and the simplicity. And so I think it's perfect to speak about, you know, the end of the week. And for so many of us, Friday is the end of the week. And then we have the weekend to rejuvenate and recuperate. And are we actually doing that? I moved to Maui nine years ago to live in paradise consciousness, or at least to learn how to live in paradise consciousness. And 
and learn what that means for me. And I love looking at the ocean as my teacher because she she rolls out and she rolls in consistently. And some days she may be more tumultuous than others. And other days she's just peaceful like a lake and not a lot of ripples going on. And yet there's such diversity in this ocean. <clears throat> Here in Maui, our ocean is very different than the ocean I grew up in, um, California, that this ocean has many faces and I've learned to observe when she's inviting and when she's not. <clears throat> and I respect her by not going in on those days, um, especially if I want to be at peace and not struggle. I have so often gone into the ocean no matter what, and it's become a struggle and have gotten beaten around by the waves. So it's a beautiful metaphor that um, going inside and asking the important questions, what is my mission here? And do we really always need to have a mission? Or is being enough? Is it enough to just be here? Be with what is? Be in the experience just as it is. Listen, pay attention, and to allow myself to be guided from that place. I know that, I don't know about you, but I have to-do lists that are, you know, will keep me busy into next lifetime. And I find myself often frustrated that I just don't get it all done in a day. And yet, when I stop to ponder, well, is that really what I'm here for? Is that my whole life purpose, is to get shit done? Um, it's somewhat depressing when I look at it from that perspective. Uh, and I think that's where I am today, is I've just been very um, much involved in getting stuff done. And uh, oftentimes, it feels really good, and, and it's not feeling really good today. Um, some introspection is needed. And there's so much beauty. Like I said, God is always online. My God is speaking to me through me <clears throat> in the silence. As I lay here in my beautiful bed on a Friday morning, listening to the birds and having my cup of coffee and my beautiful cat next to me and just, it's just time to ask some questions. Am I on purpose? Is my life meaningful to me? How can I serve in a way that feels delicious? What is my calling? Why am I really here? And to listen and wait for God to speak to this point. Now, God to me is the higher part of myself that is connected to everything, all things, in all ways, everywhere, present. 
um, unlimited energy that is always in creation, an ever-expanding presence. And so I am listening to that part of myself today, and I invite you to do the same. Um, that powerful presence, the creator of miracles and magic, that beautiful, joyous, easy, simple, fun, playful part of us that just wants to be happy, that just wants to be in love, that just wants simplicity of connection. And so that's my invocation today, I suppose, as I am speaking through and to this point that God is always online. And that just as when we go to our computer and turn it on, uh, if our bill is paid, the internet is working, uh, we are connected to the internet. Using that as a metaphor that when I spend time listening to God, I light my candles, I go within and meditate, I ask the deeper meaningful questions. I know my time here in this physical form is limited. That I know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not certain. Um, I'm going based upon how it has always been, and maybe that's changing too. I'm not certain, but supposing that is true, that my time here is limited, and that every day is a blessing that I wake up and I get another opportunity to be alive and to share and to connect and to love and to be in love and to enjoy myself, my higher self, that the in-breath is as important as the exhale. So as I inhale, I breathe in the presence of the divine. And as I exhale, I release all that has gone before me. All that is behind me, I let it stay behind me. And as I inhale another breath, and I just enliven my cellular being with oxygen, which creates more energy and more life in my cellular being, in my physiology, in my biology that I am so grateful for. I then connect my mind to this breath. And I use my mind in order to say a prayer of thanksgiving, of celebration for this opportunity to be here now in this day. I am so grateful to be a source for source. I am so grateful to be resourced, going within to connect to my source. I am resourcing. I'm calling upon the resourcefulness of my body and my mind, of my spirit. I'm connecting and aligning the three of those things, the triune nature of God, the triune nature of God, Mother, Father, Spirit, Divine. And connecting 
at one meant atone I am atoning. I am atoning. I am creating a one unified field. My mind is good for that. My brain is in service to the Holy Spirit today. I'm wholly alive. <laughs> I love words so much. They create a spaciousness, a feeling of goodness in my body. And I am more alive because I speak from this place. And I invite all of us into this holy field right now of gratitude that we live on a planet that is beautiful and that is always giving us life. We are so grateful for Mother Gaia, for the trees and the birds and the bees and the water and the soil and the sun and the rain and the rainbows and the mountains and the sea and the fish and the insects and all the animals and all the people and all the children I'm so grateful for all the children. And I send forth a holy blessing, blessing their lives as they are becoming. And I'm asking a holy blessing of all the angels in the angelic dimension to protect and serve these beings, these innocents. And we are all innocent. And may we always remember that. May we always go back to that connected point of innocence, of childlike being, that life is fun and glorious, and that we are calling forth a glorious blessing for ourselves and for others and for the planet right now. And that is how we heal what we call global warming. The global warming is the, the belief that we are separate, that we are separate from the all-one, and that when we look into the darkness, let us add our light to it. Because there is no separation from light and dark. There is only one thing happening here. There is no evil on the planet. There is only evil errant thoughts. And they stem from us. They stem from us human beings. We were given a gift to be able to think for ourselves and to create magic. We're given a gift to be able to connect to the Holy Spirit and to be able to be a purveyor of light. And so let us use that right now. Let us be the master thinkers, the ones that create forward this beautiful heaven on earth that we are so priv privileged to be on. It is right now, it is in this moment. And when we think of things that are out of source or that hurt our heart to think about, whether that be the slaughtering of animals or whether it, it is the kidnapping of children or whatever it is, I'm not going to go into that space and give it any energy, but you know what it is for you. And so wherever you find yourself slipping to that side out of balance, Remember, it's just a prayerful thought away that God is always online for us and that we can connect to that light which is us, which is all of us at all times. And may we be the light to invigorate the light in someone else, to remind them, to reflect that there is only light happening, always in all ways. 
And when our egos pull us off of our center, and they do do that, that we look around us and may there always be a light force in front of you that reminds you of who and what you really are. You are an image and likeness of the Holy Spirit. You were made in the image and likeness of the Holy One unified field of awareness, the dynamic, ever-present, on-purpose energy that lights up everything, always, is ever-expanding, is in a multitude of dimensions. And that we pull that within ourselves today by breathing. It is our breath that is our life force. And may we use our breath today to build a mighty temple within us because that is the temple. When the temple of David was destroyed and a second one was manifested, when I I went to Israel and I went into the holy temple of David and I, I had this feeling that it wasn't within the temple. It was the people that built the temple that were, were the temple. We are the temple. Our bodies are the temple for this Holy Spirit to reside in. And so may we keep this temple holy, fresh, invigorated, healthy. May we restore our body by resting it, by rejuvenating it, by eating wonderful light body food and drinking purified water. And may we bless each and everything that goes into our mouth and into our mind. Protect and guard the temple. Be the guardian of your temple today. Whatever goes into the body temple, may it be a prayer. Pray over the food you eat. Pray over the water. Invigorate it with your loving energy. It dances and celebrates upon the words that are used in a prayer to create what it is that we are actualizing here on the planet. We are not victims. We are what we've been looking for. We are the second coming and the third coming and the fourth to infinity. We are that. We are the ones we have been looking for. And so be that light today as you go forth into your your day. Multiply the consciousness of who and what you truly are, remember that you are a light being first. And you have a skin and you have eyes and you have this beautiful embodiment. And some of you may be suffering in the embodiment. And so I ask that you pay attention to yourself today. That is all that illness is. It is a recognition that you have spent way too much time in the external world and it's an invitation to come back to yourself and source all your goodness from within. Bring the love through you and then share it. This idea of sharing until we're empty, is it, it doesn't work. It's an old paradigm. The new paradigm, the paradigm is to share, to thine own self be true, 
to love yourself fully, to learn what that is first, to grow that part of yourself, and then you will have so much in the overflow that you just have to give it. You just want to give it, and it's just easy to give it. So I guess that is really what needed to be spoken today. I am so grateful to be listening, and my God is always online, and for that I am so ever grateful and present. I give thanks for the aha moment. (laughs) I give thanks for the laughter. I give thanks for the joy. I give thanks for it all, the grief, the unsettledness that I've been feeling and for the recognition and the reunification of my divine self with my true self and living on purpose, for the purpose of being a light in the world, I am so grateful. For this and so much more, I give thanks and I let it be so and so it is. Have a beautiful day. Share this message if it touched you. And love and light to all. Peace and blessings.